It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome in, ladies and gents, cats and dogs, whoever else is listening out there. Episode 24 of the Motown Rundown, Ryan Rabinowitz, per usual, alongside my my dear friends, Ryan Collins, Trent Bailey. How you boys doing? I'm good. doing pretty good. Doing good. pretty good. I uh, Here's my thing now. This is how I want to open the show, because we were struggling to find some, some uh, introduction banter. Uh, yesterday, probably the coldest day of the year, what? in my opinion, not, look... You're walking. I'm, I'm just hold on. Let me get. It to was it. minus twenty two weeks ago. I know, but did you feel the wind? Is the thing. No, and I, I hate to be. Outside. I always hate to be the guy that opens up about weather, but I. It was such a problem for me because after Groundhog's Day and this Punxsutawney Phil character, and I was promised an early spring, and I'm looking at the forecast for the rest of the week, and it's just it's twenties and thirties. I'm just saying over the weekend, maybe it was more Saturday. It was more Saturday when I was I was walking around outside, going about my business, and just the wind in my face, unbelievable, man! It almost makes yeah, it, me want to leave the state. But it I was can't. pretty cold yesterday. I was only outside for like a cold, a, a total of maybe ten minutes. It but just felt it was pretty cold. It, it just felt cold. I get, I understand. It was negative thirty like a week ago. It just felt much colder than there was that day. I, I mean, I mean, I wasn't outside a ton when it was minus thirty, but I mean, I. <laughs> I, I drove back up from Auburn Hills and like it was like not snowing, not doing anything, and then we get into East Lansing and it was like a blizzard. Yeah, we got shelled yesterday. Yeah, like really quickly. It's so. disgraceful. Stop I, to, let's stop talking about weather. Well, though. no, hold on. Let me. I was gonna segue. I okay, had a good let's one. see your segue. I, and I, I just, I thought of it like ten seconds ago. Is it pro? So pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Tigers down in Lakeland, Florida, where the weather is much nicer than it is here in East Lansing, Michigan. I, and I said last week I wasn't ready for baseball at all. Now I'm ready to go. I, the, this weekend was when I was I was started to. I don't know why I got so like into get like gearing up for the Masters because we were. I was talking with my buddies about it, and I was like, I'm actually, watching too much CBS probably. Yeah, and that's why I I said like this year I will not be going to class Thursday and Friday. I'm just going to hunker down and watch the Masters. I, 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 or just don't pay attention in class. Which might I've be been a, doing that for years. Yeah, the past two years I have I, sitting in class, I just have I have the Masters live stream pulled up, and I don't listen to a word in class. Which maybe yeah. I don't know, maybe a bad look for my brand to say I I, I am committed to school. Let me yes. say that. I understand school what you important. mean though, because I have those moments where I'm like, if I'm not gonna pay attention, then why should I even go? Yeah, you know what school, I mean. School, school isn't no, important, but you though. need a little tidbits. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you don't go <laughs> yeah, to class, you catch a buzzword or yeah, two. Yeah, no, you don't go to class once. If you like, don't go to class, and you show up on Monday, you're like, yeah, we got quiz today. Right, yeah, like, I would have known that if I came. If I yeah. came. The announcements yeah. more than anything. Yeah, are seriously, they're That's huge. Going, but. Yeah, and it's like too when you're on an exam and you're on a question, you're like, I don't know what this means, but you see, like, I don't know, you see promotion as an answer. Oh, I've heard that word before yeah. in class. That's gotta right. be it. You know, that's. That's the thing. But no, the, the weather in Lakeland, Florida, I'm sure is much nicer than it is here. Masters time is is, is a ways away. I'm just I was just excited. Oh, I, I, I just I just was I, I'm finally now like I'm ready for spring and I can't wait to hear the crack the sweet crack of the bat and the smell of cracker jacks and I actually don't like cracker jacks at all, but it's a it's the a nice... golf schedule this year too, getting like a way off topic, is gonna be so much better with the PGA right after the Masters. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah. right after, but it's like three or four weeks. 
Like, that's, like, the biggest, like, if you're a golf fan like I am, the biggest, like, buzzkill in the world after the Masters is like, oh, man, I can't wait for this season. And you're like, oh, there's no important tournament for another, like, four weeks. Cool. Yeah. It is. It is it like, is. oh, the players are, like, a month. Cool. I, I, it, I don't know. It, it, whatever. I don't know. This <laughs> Us trying to get people talk here. Well, I because I just said I, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. I forgot General, that we did it last, uh, yeah. last week. Um, That's tough. Okay, it's all right. That was a good open. It was decent. It was uh, decent. Not our best. We have done better, decent. but we have also done worse. Just, Low energy. Low just, energy. Should we, should we spice it up? Let's spice it up. Okay. Anyway, Tigers baseball is is upon us. Kind of. Sort of. It's coming, so be ready. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Um, and, and Collins brought up the We talked last week that we wanted to bring up you know, a little bit look at the, at the Tigers lineup. And, and Collins mentioned, which was a good point, I don't know if anyone in this city can name six players on the on the Tigers. I think they can name six players, but like if you look at like their lineup, not the pitching staff, not any like relievers or stuff, I don't think people could name like the six like six starters, projected starters yeah, before right. spring. There's been so much turnover since even like the middle of la- like July and of feel, last season. Yeah, and people just like stopped watching the Tigers once they're like yeah. we're kind of out of it and you don't get to see guys like Stewart or Goodrum and right. you like don't see who gets like cut and whatever, so you like right. oh, did some Machado's starting at second, so exactly, yeah. So I mean, as of right now, since I guess spring training is not even officially started, I don't think there's much to say about the outlook of the team yet that we can't cover in the future. But we have a little fun, a fun game, I guess we can call it a game that we thought of uh, two minutes before we we started recording the podcast. Fantastic uh, show prep this week. Well, I just we were just just busy bees, and we don't even need the show prep, man. We just we just roll. We're too we're too ingrained into the into the fabric that is Detroit sports that it's just it's just off the dome. So, are you are we willing to do this? This, yep. this okay. Here's the deal, folks. Let's call it around the horn. We'll call it around the horn. I got it's a bit of a pun. It's also maybe a copyright thing because ESPN has that, but we're doing it. That's fine. We're gonna play a little game. Dude, Jeopardy! 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 Jeopardy is the most trash game on television. <laughs> it it is bad. really is. Like, and you don't even enjoy watching. I don't. Do I'm you not, like Jeopardy? I I don't mind. My grandparents are really Sometimes into it. Sometimes it's entertaining. I I don't mind it, dude. I'm, it's I'm like too much. It's, it's like I'm like, what is this? It's not a common man game. <laughs> oh, it's no Price is Right. So funny. Yeah, oh, Price is Right. No, great. and the people that go on there know everything. It blows it's my crazy. mind. Yeah, I don't. It yeah. might be all fake. You never know. It could be. We anyway, have a fortune kind of stints, too. Uh, it, it's, it's gotten worse over the years, yeah. Not a Pat like Sajak guy. I was going to say, you seem like a big Pat Sajak guy. No, I'm a huge game show guy. You know, you're into I the, mean, the hair. Few, and he the... likes baggage. Baggage is his new show. <laughs> ba- I mean, Saturday nights at 1.30 in the morning, baggage all day. But What about yes. the Joker's Wild with Snoop Dogg? I've never watch watched that. that. I Didn't never watched that. Thing. I mean, but the feud <laughs> is this... Number one, and yes. it's, it's my family was on that. Not my family, my cousins. Yeah, I remember you saying yeah. that. Yeah, was Steve oh, was the host? Great. Yes, that's on. He threw his card because my. <laughs> Yeah. Did he have a bad said, answer? Did oh, he have like terrible. one of those like did he have like one of those wild like sets answers? And Steve like looks at the camera for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, it, like, was, it yeah. was. Yeah, they all had awful answers. Like <laughs> X X X, and he just threw his card. All right, well, funny. the Jeopardy music is playing, because here's the game we're going to play. We're going to go around the table, a little Romney Horn action. We're, we'll start with you, Colin, because cause why not? It's good to see you again. Miguel Cabrera. Hold on, can I explain the game? <laughs> oh, yeah. I th- you said you were going to start with me. Well, we're going to start. Okay, here, so here's the game. Explain it. We're going to go We're gonna go around the table here, and we're going to play. Everyone's going to name 
try to name a current Detroit Tiger. Let's say on the forty-man roster, so that that's that's being invited to spring training, or I guess a, a, a rostered Tiger. I thought we were talking about like position players. Or maybe we can do that too. Either either way, I, think, I think pitchers are easy pickings. Okay. Well, either well, we'll way, start, I think we're. It's not going to go too long. We'll start with position players, and if we somehow get through all of them. Then we can get into pitchers. But how many rounds are we doing? Like seven until someone until someone gets one wrong. Okay. Okay. Number one, Miguel Cabrera. Nico Goodrum. Grayson Griner. Uh, Nick Cassianos. Kristen Stewart. I'm. It's already tough. Dixon Machado. Gotta take a look at the roster. How? What do you mean? He's on the roster. Is he? Why would he not be? Who? He's, he's not. Dixon on, Machado. Let me uh, check. I, I I will go back. That's a maybe. That's a maybe. Okay. Uh, Candy Condelaro. Oh, I'm here, Condelaro. That was, was okay. It? I was gonna say him. Jacoby Jones. Nice. Jody Mercer. I want to say Hits. John Hits. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Ah, uh, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not tapping out yet. Now pitchers. Now pitchers. Oh, no, there's. Is that? Is that it? I think that's nine. All right. Was that? Was that? We all we all said three. There's still res- aren't there reserves still? Maybe. Okay. No one's getting the Tigers reserves. I'm getting them all. Okay. Fine. Whoever I mean, you got. You no, can do right, pitchers right, too. I can, I can sure, throw pitchers in there. Yeah. Throw pitchers point, in yes, there. No. All right. Jordan Zimmerman. Daniel Norris. Tyson Ross. Michael Fulmer. <sighs> My, uh, <laughs> Matt Boyd. Joe Jimenez. Dang it! That was <laughs> oh, that was mine. I got mine now. Uh, Hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Daniel Stump. Ooh. That's uh, up for debate, but we'll I think he's definitely <laughs> I don't on the, know if he's on the uh, team, but we'll Shane Green. Uh Victor Reyes. Damn. That was oh. mine. Hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm. Victor Reyes, by the way, that guy's terrible. Like, he's not good. <laughs> he just no, can't hit. No, can't. no oh. offense to him. Like, yeah. Mikey Matuk, is he still on the roster? I think he is, yeah. yeah I think he probably cool. is. Um, did someone say Lugo already? Duel Lugo? No. Oh, that's Duel Lugo. That's your boy. I don't know if he's do- going to be up, but might have a shot. Uh, <laughs> this is, now, it didn't hard, now it's getting hard. You said, you said Norris, right? He I did, said yes. Norris. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know anyone. <laughs> Drew Verhagen. Okay. Oh, yeah. Drew Verhagen's a, a human. Man, I, I think he got cut. I got No, one. they got him you back, though, didn't they? Didn't they bring him back? I don't he know. He did get cut, but I don't know. I th- He might be on the roster again. I don't know. Buck That's Farmer? A, yeah. Sure. I, I really hope he's not, but... <laughs> Buck Farmer, <laughs> like, see. was due to give up, like, three... Like, he would have one good outing, and you're like, oh, Buck Farmer comes back after a really nice outing, throws a changeup, and gets absolutely hit, like, 600 yeah. feet. Yeah. Um, Sandy Baez. Who is Sandy Baez? He played pitched a couple games last year. I, I remember him. Baez? I remember, I remember the name. He's okay. on there. He's on there. <sighs> I got a million guys still, by the way. Do you really? I got a million guys. Okay, I'm impressed, because I got, like, one. I don't know how you have a million guys left. These guys probably are like in single A ball. No, 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 no. I got guy. I don't know anyone. Single, uh, actually, Tim Fredder or something. And, uh, cool. Single A ball though, or double A. I I don't know anyone else, but I don't know if he got an invite. I actually, I think Casey Myers did get an invite. He did. To he did. That counts. He did yeah. get an invite. Matt Moore. Did anyone say him yet? Nope. Oh wow, good one. Wow. I was thinking about the trades. Um, Zach Reininger, a Reininger. I know who you're talking about. Pitcher with the long hair. Never throws strikes. Never. Not great. Not, yeah. 
great. Really weird release point. Not just not good. Um, yeah, I'm tapped out. I'm just saying. Really? Go- yeah, I. You're done. Tell- yeah, I'm done. Daz Tamron. That guy's in Double A. That's a don't. The only the rest of the Tigers guys I know are in their farm system. Okay. Like Franklin Perez, Daz Tamron, like yeah, Matt I don't, Manning. I don't, I don't know if we can count those guys. They, they don't count. So that's what I'm saying. So you're done. You've yeah, forfeit. I'm done. I'm out. Colin is out. So right. done to me. I'm Trump. not gonna lie. I got one. So if you got two, then you win. I got Greg Soto, relief pitcher. Greg Soto. Huh. Greggy. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you that he exists. Did anyone say Christian Stewart yet? Yeah, I think I did. someone did. Okay, yeah. I was, I was, was just like making sure. Guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at the lineup right now. We got all... Can you confirm that Machado's on there? Oh, I will yeah. look up Ditson right. Machado right now. And Stumpf. <laughs> I love that name. Daniel Stumpf. Not. Daniel Stumpf had like one good outing. <laughs> like he got out of a jam against the Indians in like the summer. I was like, no, I like this guy. And then, oh, dude, I got, a, got. I got a couple good ones right now. I hope they're still on the team. They got a couple good, good ones. Um, so hold on. So you're, you're, we've confirmed that all the all the starters are project projected starters are gone. Yep. Can you pull up like the Tigers forty man roster right now on their website? I they don't have a forty man roster because spring it's, training. It's not set. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously it's not set, but I think all their spring training invites. Maybe I didn't look that up. I'll okay. Keep trying so, to throw out so, answers. So Trent, you don't have anyone else. No, I got no. I'm going to give you Warwick Sawpold. Oh. Ooh, good. Good. And my other one. Cla- that's a classic dad reliever who's like, <laughs> no, what? That guy gets out. He throws yeah. strikes and gets the job done. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw out some names here that I'm not sure if they still play on the team. Mike Machma. <laughs> don't know if he's still with the team. I don't think that's a human being. Mike but... Machma? Or, or, I'm sorry. Not Mike Machma. Mike Machma is a pitcher for the Michigan State Spartans. Cosma or Cosma, Ka- you know, what, you know what I'm talking about—the third baseman uh, with the hair. Oh yeah, Pete Cosma. Pete Cosma, Mike Machma. Hey, it sounds I, the same. I just looked this up. Warwick Cosma, our yeah. boy Warwick, is yeah. pitching in Korea. That's what I was about to say. Okay. He got, well, that's yeah. why I just. Daniel, I was that's an impressive name. I, was Daniel, I looked up Daniel Stump. Don't have like it says that he's on the Tigers. Okay, on his Wikipedia. So saw pulled. I was wrong. <laughs> clearly, uh, I believe Pete Cosma. If he's still on the team. I'm gonna throw I, out the name Mike Ger- Gerber, right? Oh, yeah, Gerber. Uh, I De- think these are all guys that are like expiring. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Pete Cosmo was like 28 playing on. Uh, he was. He's uh, in the Pete Detroit Cosmo. Tigers organization. So yeah. Okay, uh, Den Decker. I don't know what his first name is. Something Den Decker, the outfielder. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and my last one, until I don't have any more names, is whoever that catcher is we got from the Indians. In about. that, in the trade with who did we trade to the Indians? The when catcher last year? Came, no, 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 no. What are you talking? Who, about? What did we get from the Indians recently? What do you mean? I don't. Do you remember. want me to look? I don't know. Let's let's see here. Ooh, they do have a forty man roster on the Tigers website. Hey, are you ready? Yeah. Sandy Bias is it in fact a human being? So thank you. I'm trying to think. Oh, who we, we traded Leonis Martin to the. Indians. Yeah, for who? For what's the guy? Uh, it who? says four prospect in the headline. I will. Yes. Will Castro? Yes, Will Castro. Yes, right, that's nice. the guy. That's nice. my guy. Nice. nice. Thank you. That doesn't, that doesn't count, but uh, fine. Kay. Rabinowitz wins. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, Rabinowitz. I don't know if I win, though. No, you win. I don't think you. <laughs> we all win. How I about told that? you. <laughs> Collins goes, I've been looking at the roster all day. I guarantee I can name more guys than you. That's how I'm just a Tigers junkie. You're a girl. I wouldn't say. I was just looking at the projected starters. I didn't know we were going all the way down yeah, the list. Yeah, I don't know. It was a very. I don't know. We didn't. Not not a very clean. Uh, yeah. But it I'll was say, fun. I'll, I'll say the biggest misses. Did anyone say Michael Fulmer? 
Yes. Okay. I, I just Trent, didn't yeah, listen Trent, to Trent. Trent I really, I think Trent said Christian Stewart and Michael Fulmer. Yeah, I did. I said Christian Stewart like second. That was crazy. I, I don't think know why. probably the biggest miss then is Ronnie Rodriguez. I think oh, so much sure. Okay. He could have yeah. been here for three hours. I wouldn't have thought of his name. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? He yep. had a couple nice teams and yep. he got to play. Maybe eh. that dude, their outfield is brutal. Oh, yeah. Whew. Mikey Montuk was in like AAA last year. Why well, is he, he? He had to get sent down because he was batting like yeah. 100. Yeah, I know. Brutal. All yeah, right. I think that's it with Tiger's talk. All right, they, cool. Cur- <laughs> they currently have one catcher on the roster, so that's always good. Grinder, just Grinder, I assume. Yeah. Well, I'll, Jake Jake Rogers is supposed to be coming through the pipeline in the next couple of years. He's good. He's sweet. I'll yeah. trust your word. Yeah, that's what. Oh, that's uh, yeah. That's why I I love James McCann, but I don't know. I don't from know. A, from he, a performance standpoint, yeah. he's he doesn't. I mean, whatever. Blaine Hardy still on the team. Dang, that's another name we should have got. Yeah, probably. I said him. Did you? Yeah, I did. You did say Blaine Hardy. I think so. I we'll don't think you did. Jufer Hagen, in fact, on the team. Good. I, I, huge. He, he got that waived or something, that and then huge he came back. All right. That's it for Tiger stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, hope you guys, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. That, that could, people could either love that or hate it. So. I think our ratings just nosedove. Nosedive? Took a nosedive. I, I sure hope not. I thought that was decent. It was, it was, it was a good idea. Can you fun. check the ratings on these podcasts? I don't know. Maybe we'll do it later. <laughs> Let's look into we'll that. Let's see how many later. clicks we got. It's uh, like, let's say four are all of our moms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, hey. Yeah. At least it's an audience. For Shout real. out, Amory. Yeah. Um, trade deadline stuff. This is the big news in Detroit. Uh, we'll start with the Red Wings because the trade deadline for the NHL is a couple weeks away. Uh, to catch you up on the Red Wings action, five-two uh, loss to the Blackhawks on Sunday. They take on the Nashville Predators in Nashville tomorrow at eight p.m. Tomorrow being Tuesday the 12th, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, currently second to last place in the Atlantic. I feel like they really have not moved from that spot in months. Uh, the good thing, though, I guess, uh, depending on how you look at things, Ken Holland has come out in the media and is, is very, very open about that the Red Wings are 100% sellers at the deadline. Shocking there. Um, the only reason why I think that's important to get out there is because I feel like the Red Wings have just kind of been treading water the last couple of years with, you know, they want to bring people in or you're not just, I think the lack of commitment that people feel there was to a rebuild, but Ken sure. Holland, uh, very, very adamant that they're, that they're selling up this year, this year's deadline and they should, I mean, obviously there's, there's no reason not to. So I guess just, just looking at some names, it, it could be moved. Uh, I think Jimmy Howard's the guy that comes up pretty much or has come up every year for the past, I don't know, handful of years. A long time. Uh, Gus Nyquist, too. He would have to waive his Gone. no trade clause uh, for, for him to get moved. And again, Thomas Vanek, too, is a name. And the, the, the Red Wings did a very similar thing to him. Was it last year or two years ago? They shipped him over to Florida. Yep. At the deadline, you'd have to assume that he gets shipped again. People love Thomas Vanek. Dude, like he, other teams yeah. are like, yeah, we'll take He him. was nice, though, when he was on the wins a couple of years ago, not having the same production. Yeah. But when you look, I always kind of look back at it. They got like two second round pits for Brennan Smith, and Thomas Vanek was like having a very, very, very good year. Yeah. And they got like two third rounders. So it, that was like a head stretcher deal, but. Yeah, so those I mean unless I, I'm yeah. missing something, those are the names that that look to be bounced around there. Um maybe I don't think they can move Green. He makes too much money. You know, he was Green was a guy too that last year people were saying they he, he got he hurt. Was a name and that's yeah, that definitely hurt. that 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 hurt the team too cuz they couldn't move him. Uh Green's a guy they have to move. I mean, whether it's this Contract year or next year, wise. I believe he has another year after this year. Yeah. 
So next year you could probably look for Green to move. And you got the thing is you got contracts like Erickson and in Helm, even Ablocator. Man, I love Justin Ablocator. He's a great he's a great leader and Spartan. And he is a Spartan. And and to add some depth at the forward position and I mean but just an advocator on many NHL teams is a, is a third line, fourth line, hard nose, you know, power forward, and he, you know, he ro- he rolls on the second line for the Wings. Uh, so I guess just I don't know. Looking at the deadline, uh, Collins, I'll start with you. Is there is there a name on this team that you one hundred percent have to move? I think Dawson Eichwist is going to get moved, and you have to move him because he's having like one of his better years in his career. I mean. He, uh, he, I'll never forget when the wins and him went on that point streak and everyone was excited about him. And I think he's a guy like Thomas Tatar right now, who's in Montreal, who's basically having a career year. Yep. If he gets into a situation where he's on a playoff group and he's actually playing with good players, he can actually produce. And he's already got 47 points on the year with 14 goals. That's pretty solid yeah. for a guy not on, on a bottom five team in the league. So I think Nyquist is the guy that got to get moved, but I, I I really hope they try and do what the Pistons kind of did at the deadline, not trying to blow up the Pistons stuff, but maybe try and get some bad deals off the books mm-hmm. so they can uh, like acquire some cap money because the wins are just as cap tied as the Pistons. Yeah. So I I think those are the type of moves you're gonna try have like try and have to make like. Love Ablocator, but if you could somehow get his contract off, that'd be huge. So. I, I completely agree with the Nyquist thing. The only guy that I like would, and this might be ridiculous, but Vanek, just because. Thomas Vanek. Yeah, yeah. Just because he's got the stock. Like you yeah. can actually get something back for it instead of just like rebuilding for the future. Like Colin said, you could actually just like shake it up a little bit and try to move forward with what you have somewhat instead of just like overhauling the roster. So, I mean, that's that's about all I got. I think for the you. roster's basically overhauled. I think. They just need they the problem they have is I think they have they're about one or two like young forwards away from being like fine in that aspect. It's just their D is so old and just not that good. Yeah, yeah. And it's been that way for years. Yeah, that's, for years. That's why in in my in my eyes, I just I I think there's still a long way to go because you look at the older guys on this team and in you know your Helms, uh, your 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 Daly, Erickson, Cronwall. Even these are guys that I don't see. You know, every team has their veteran presence, but yep. they're they're in that like like a weird like you know thirties ish to where they can be serviceable for a few more years. But I'd rather I just rather have you know your Philip Ronick play every single night over a guy like Trevor Daly or especially a guy like Erickson. So, yeah. and you talk about the bad contracts. I mean, Darren Helm makes like four and a half million dollars a year, and he's a third line player at this point. He yep. was hurt earlier this year. And, you know, I look at guys too, like, you know, Danny DeKaiser is a perfect example of a guy who, you know, you you'd expect to be at his age, you know, mid to late twenties, where you expect him to be a a leader and a presence that's producing. And that's where you can, you know, you're comfortable having a guy like that be your quote unquote veteran guy. Yep. But he can't be because he doesn't produce like he should. And that's a guy too, you know, you 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 take a chance on him and you know, you sign him out of Western Michigan, and it's great to have a homegrown product. He hasn't been bad, but he's just someone who you give a lot of minutes to because you have to, and he doesn't really produce all that much. And that's a guy, too, who I think will probably be on this team when the team's starting to swing up, but it's going to be a name who we're looking at like 
Jonathan Erickson. Like, we know yep. when can we get this guy off the team? So, I, I I think that's an insult to Danny DeKaiser. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to put him Anderson. in the same category as Eric. I'm just saying, is he? How has he played this many years? It is wild. You know, I did hear some. I, and I don't know the truth to this. He but, takes but so many penalties. He does. And it's just whatever the gossip was last year about how Blasio would kind of lose the room to the veterans at times. Yeah. And, you know, and Zetterberg was very adamant about having the Swedes play. Yep. Erickson being Swedish. He's Never just, knew that until I, like five minutes ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he, he, he just is on, I mean, every single goal against, I feel like he's on the ice. Yep. It's 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 tough to watch, and he, it, I don't know why. And that's a contract too. Who I have, I don't want to siren myself. I have very good word um, of some good sources of where I've just heard like we can't move this guy. I mean, obviously from 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 the higher ups. I've heard that you just you just can't move him. Like they've they fielded offers and then no one wants them. I'm sorry, not fielded offers. They've they've been yes, shopping but, Erickson, yeah. and no one no one's like we're not. What would you what, what do you want? I take a seventh round pick for Erickson. He. For Erickson. Is minus five, and he has five points in thirty-eight games this year. That's, that's tough. Just, that's just not productive. And he, I mean, he doesn't. He does. He he gets a pretty decent amount of ice too. Yes, definitely. Um. So yeah, I mean, it. It's a little far away. I think once you get like the Dragers and all the hockey guys from TSN, like sprinkling in some rumors, I think we'll have a better understanding of what the exactly. Red Wings want to do. So, but I I, I think Gus Nyquist Howard. And maybe uh, I think that I think that was a great point you brought up earlier that they just have so many bad contracts, and if you want to get off some of them, do with a lot of NBA teams do in rebuilding years. You kind of just like ship off bad contracts for shorter terms. Yeah, like the Brooklyn Nets made a killing off that taking on bad contracts, but they have short terms and they're able to get off the books and get assets and draft picks. So yep. I don't know if they could do something like creative like that. I, I find that hard to believe because I don't think the NHL works like that. So I don't know if they did you, I was going to bring this up. Did you see that rumor that like the wind should go after Panarin? Yeah. And, and that's, it doesn't really make sense. I, there's no, at, at this point, I mean, Panarin is, is young, is young still. Too. And he's very good. The thing is, is it's so, it's so risky with a guy like that. And I don't mean to like criticize the Russians, but they just, I mean, look at a guy like Kovalchuk. Like, he goes to the Kovalchuk. KHL and just, I think it's Chuk. Pretty sure it's Chuk. I'm 100% it's Ilya Kovalchuk. I think it's Kovalchuk. I've heard Chuk. I, I've been All saying right, I can Chuk. be serviceable. I'll look at how do you spell it. K-O-V-A-L-C-H-U-K. I've heard it both ways. I used to say Kovalchuk all the time, but I thought it was, one of, those, it was one of those names where I've heard like- Sounds like a Pokemon character. <laughs> it does. It was one of those names where I've heard like, oh, I've been saying Kovalchuk all these years. I heard some guy say Kovalchuk, and it sounds like it's more, it's kind of like- oh, Russian. Like, I know. like Tyrod like Tyrod Taylor, but like it's Tyrod, you know? Yeah. It's one of those but things. he never corrected anyone. That's on Tyrod. Yeah, yeah that's- I'm going to call you Tyrod if you don't correct true. anyone. Anyway, was it, what was I talking Panarin. about? Do you have the- Do you have the- It's, it's, it's Chuck. Yeah. But are you but are you hearing that or are you? Are you There's a pronunciation. C H U C K. It's that's how they. That's right, how they. Sorry, yeah. but I, you know, I, it could it Suck could it. vary. Yeah. You know, anyway, the Russians. Like, it just like they, you know, it's they don't really. I I don't feel they have like a big loyalty to a certain teams. You know, it's more of they just but they want to play hockey. They want to play in the NHL. He's so, unreal. So Panarin, I I see as someone who even if they he was brought over to Detroit this year. I'm not confident he'd sign long term because he is. I mean, he's a free agent after this year. He. It just. It depends on what you're willing to give up for him. I mean, what I. What I, I give the first what, pick for Panarin, I would. Yeah. 
but I, I don't need to see like a I don't want to see like a Rasmussen move or a, or a Zadina or a Valeno. Like those are names that I don't need to see move because Columbus is going to lose him anyway. He's not he's not signing there next year. Bobrovsky's the same way. I don't even now know how. Russian. I don't know how they're able to like. I saw Matt Bowman from the Athletic bring it up, and I I skimmed through the article. I. They're so tap tight. I don't know how they would be able to pay them. That's why I don't. And that's why you'd, it. you'd have to you'd have to dump a, a higher name contract. I, even like dude, the Kaiser makes a pretty good amount of money yeah, too. So. I could see. So I don't know. I don't. I I I would highly doubt that Panarin comes over. But the big the big story for me here as we wrap up Red Wing stuff is just Jimmy Howard. I mean, again, we hear the name every single year. You know, gotta trade Howard. Whatever. I don't think there's a reason to trade Howard. It's it just because you don't, you do not have an NHL ready goalie in your farm system. You you don't. You have some names, but you don't have anyone who's ready to come in next year and take and take. That's why, like again, you know Matt Murray in in Pittsburgh. You know Flurry was the guy. They slowly worked Murray in to the point where they were eventually splitting minutes pretty evenly, and then it got to the point like, okay, you know we got to we got to move on. So. That's why it's tough for me when I see a guy like Bernier who has not been very good this year, and you know if he becomes this, he has been a starter in the past, and I don't, I would just rather not see him start for the Red Wings. But Red Wing stuff, more on that in the coming weeks, especially the deadline gets closer. Lose for Hughes, let's go. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I'm on that train. (laughs) Why? I well, first of all, Jack Hughes is very small. Okay. Um, I. Well, I just again, I'm just, I, I it, it comes back to the whole philosophy just get of, a like top the, three pick. of like the tanking thing. Yeah, it but just, they're not going to do anything now. You, they're out of like playoff contention. You yeah, would agree? I, I'd so agree at this that, point, yeah. when you when you want them to get like a top three or top four pick, yeah, oh yeah, I one hundred percent. I just that's uh, a, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that, that's fine. Looser Hughes. So <laughs> I like that. Did you make that up? There's no, 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 no. That's been going around. All right. Anyway, uh, trade deadline. Pistons trade deadline is, is over with. So now we can really dive into that. I know Trent is chopping at the bit to talk about. <laughs> in his Pistons Andre Drummond jersey. Yes, exactly. In his Andre yeah. Drummond jersey. Uh, Pistons winners of three straight. They're playing the Wizards right now as we speak. Of course, every single time we record the show, the Pistons are playing. They're up 11, 90 to 79 currently. They'll win this game. <laughs> I hope. I remember 81 saying. 81 to 90 Wizards. That Should was, I just have updates to hold Pistons? Yeah, every two minutes yeah. I need an update, please. Um. So yeah, trade deadline moves. Um, I guess the the first thing I want to open with before we get into who actually came to Detroit is there anyone that you are mad or upset with that was not moved? No, I think they played it the way they should have. They didn't give up too much. I think they assessed what they really are, and they were actually real and not naive to what their situation is. Right. So I I, I think they did a, a pretty decent job. Not a spectacular job, but. They did what they could, and they made a couple shakeups that I think will help them long term and uh, help them contract or like cap work. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Contractually, <laughs> is that a okay. word? Yeah, that it is made a word. sense. That it made sense in my brain. Yeah, whatever. for me, John Lore, I just I wanted him gone. I understand why he's not though. No one wants that contract, um, and he's not that good. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I understand that. <clears throat> Dang it. Uh, I'm I'm I'm, okay. I'm all congested here. I got to chill off. I'll give you some CPR um, if you need it. Whoa. Yeah. No. Uh, John Lore definitely wanted him gone, but wasn't expecting him to get moved. I just thought maybe he would get moved in like a Mike Conley deal or something, which I wanted to have him. But that's didn't what I happen. Heard, but, I don't know. The Chris, the Grizzlies were like weirdly like, oh, we want John Lure back. That's what I, that's what I was hearing in the whole Conley. Yeah. Thing, but what? from who? 
That's just just reading trade rumor stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, I I heard that too. They that that lure was going to be a piece in in that trade. Yeah, because they had to with contract wise. But though, I thought, it, okay, continue. Sorry. Continue, no, I, sorry. I just I didn't that, that was the only that was the only. I mean, and Reggie, but it's like I, I'm I am reembracing Reggie Jackson. I am really I, not even same Trent. Yeah, not even. <laughs> no, I mean like, we I'm we have to. In. I mean we have to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he's he's going to be our point guard this year, next year. I'll Take, be I'll be serious though. I think he. Will you trade? I think the Pistons are going to make a trade in the summer. I think that's what this trade deadline kind of, the way they like kind of made a move with getting some money off the books. I could see them doing stuff like this in the summer. Yeah. Maybe if that's Reggie, Andre, or Blake. I don't know who it is, but I could see something like that happening after the moves they made this summer. It's, this God, I cannot talk. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. That's all right. I'm over here just like journalism. coughing into yeah. the mic. It's okay. And, like, brutal, like brutal quality <laughs> yeah, tonight. No, it's <laughs> awful. I think I've been okay. Maybe I you've been. You, you've been fine. Me and Trent. <laughs> a plus. You and Trent. The whole yeah. Trent. A plus. I just said you and Trent. What? You, you take a walk. I need to pick it up. <laughs> um, oh, as boy. far as names, um, you know, I'm, there's there's no one that I'm like upset about not getting rid of. John, you know, I could in a perfect world, but John Lewis doesn't play basketball for the right. Pistons. But um, Reggie's a name at this point. It's just kind of where I'm at with Andre, where it's just like I, I'm just not confident that like they're they're so important to the success of the future of the team, right? To where I like I don't I don't need to see Reggie Jackson here anymore because when the Pistons, if and when the Pistons are good. Reggie won't be here. He can't be right, here. Yeah. And Andre could be, but but Reggie can't. So I see what you mean. That's where it, I, I was expecting to see Reggie's name come up. But like you guys said, and Collins was saying it before the deadline, he was playing very, very well before before the uh the deadline came up. And and that's where Collins was like, I don't know if we can pump the brakes on uh on getting rid of Reggie. And you know now that the, the the dust has settled, Reggie, I can't I can't fault Reggie Jackson. I mean, he has been playing pretty solid basketball, so I don't yeah. I don't necessarily mind that he's here for the rest of the year. But like Colin said, that's a name who I'm looking for in the summer. Like this guy's, I mean, get rid of him, or even next year too, because the last year of his contract next year, right? Next year, yeah, yeah. So, so that's at the deadline. If that's a guy that someone wants to bring in to make a push at the end, I could see that happening too. It's just overall, I guess my 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 feeling with the whole thing, Collins, you kind of touched on. It. I just I feel like I feel like the Pistons did what they. I mean, in a in a black and white, no gray area type of like world here. This is exactly what I wanted them to do. Yeah, just I wasn't too particular. Like I was pretty vocal about a Mike Conley trade last week, but that wasn't because I love Mike Conley. It's just because I wanted the Pistons to, like shake it up. Like I want a new roster here. I want a chemistry change. By the way, while we're I uh, I got an ESPN notification just now. GM Bob Quinn open to Lions drafting QB with number eight overall pick. That won't happen. It, Ooh, it's what just, that smile it's, it's just because Kyle Kyler Murray today said he would he was going all in for football. I guarantee that's the only reason. I just I'm sorry I brought that up. I don't want to get I can't get into we it. We should right not now. get into the Lions. Um so Trent, that's a good segue into getting into the actual moves that the Pistons did make. Um Stanley Johnson for Thon Maker straight up. Stanley went to the Bucks. Now where do you go from the Bucks to uh, Pelicans? The Pelicans, yes. And then the other trade was Reggie Bullock to the Lakers for a second round pick and Sfi. I, I, I my, can't. My I gut can't feeling. Say his name. Mikhailuk. I it, looked it up. Was it Mick, Sviatolov? Mick Sviatolov. What's the first name? The full first name. Sky, it's like uh, Sfi Mikhailu. It's Mikhailu. I know it's Mikhailu. Yeah. No, his first name though. It's like he it's was like, good at Kansas. That's what, why I wrote it up. 
Um, but yeah, I remember when when that when the Thon Maker trade happened, when Stanley was going to Stanley ship to the Bucks. I called Trent immediately because yeah. my first my, <laughs> my first knee jerk reaction, the, the the Reggie Bullock trade I didn't care as much, and I'll, I'll get into why in a second. Seeing Stanley Johnson's name on my phone that he has been traded really irritated me at first glance because he's a young guy, he does have talent, and I really thought that he could be a piece for the future. I'm gonna say right now before I get into my takes on the trade. Between Stanley Johnson, or let me back up. Stan Van Gundy ruined this basketball team. I agree. He ruined the organization. Thousand percent. Between Luke Kennard, Henry Ellenson, and Stanley Johnson, none of those guys have developed the way they could. Luke Kennard's actually gets minutes now, and he's, yeah. he's the most recent drafted out of those guys. Yeah. So he's able to develop now. But Stan Van Gundy ruined Stanley Johnson, at least for the Pistons, because. They always got into arguments because he, he, they just butted heads with their yeah. personalities. I mean, I, I think he clipped his wings from the get-go. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't let Stanley, him do anything. Stanley, and even, even Henry Ellenson, who, dude, you you have to cut Henry Ellenson. They did. He is. He's yeah, cut? They yeah, cut him, yeah. Uh, when they signed Wayne Ellenson. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yep. that, that just goes ago, to yeah. show how much I pay attention to that. Oh, no, Wayne you're, you're, you're straight. You're good. Um, I, I'm just I'm so angry at the situation because... Stanley Johnson is going to go to New Orleans right now, whether it's this year, next year, or whenever else he signs, he is going to turn into a good player. Yeah. He he's not a great shooter, but he's there's are aspects to his game in this NBA that are so valuable. He can D up with the best of them. And I'm just so even back to the Blake Griffin trade, man, it's just so irritating. Just the stupidity and the ignorance behind the moves. And a guy like Allenson, who you drafted in the what top 10, 15? 18. 18, I whatever. Think so. Yeah, it was our first uh, round pick, you know? Yep. Yeah, even in the, no matter where he's drafted. I mean, sometimes you miss. Yeah, I think Allenson was a straight up miss. Yeah, he, I mean, he never saw the floor. But between Kennard and Stanley, too, it's like these are guys who, like, when the Pistons, before they made the trade for Blake, when the Pistons were just not good. Stanley Johnson should have been playing 25 minutes a game. Right. Same thing with Kennard. Same thing with Ellenson. Maybe a bit less. It's it just it, it, that's why I was so mad because I just know Stanley. We did we we did not give him a fair shake here. A, a, a change of scenery is going to be great for him, just like it's going to be for Thon Maker. So back into the actual trades before I get to you guys. The trade for Reggie Bullock. I think a lot of people were. I, I don't know. I think people were scratching their heads on that one. I look at it as this. Reggie Bullock can shoot the three with the best of them. He's a free agent after this year. He made, like I think, $2.5 million. So Svi, you bring in, who can also shoot the ball very well. He did in college, and it doesn't necessarily always translate to the NBA, but he can shoot the three ball. You get a second-round pick, who both the second-round picks the Pistons got this year have been pretty darn good so far. So I'm not going to be that guy, oh, second-round picks in the NBA don't matter. That's just not true. So Svi can shoot. You clear up a little bit of cap space. And Reggie Bullock is a guy who next year I can just see this, you know, uh, four-year, $50 million contract yeah. somewhere. Because that's how the NBA works. It's the same thing with the Stanley and Thon Maker deal. Thon makes a little less money. He's under team control for an extra year or two. Year. A year, year. A year than Stanley. And, again, Stanley Johnson, a guy who in the offseason I can see getting, like, a stupid contract because right. that's how the NBA is. Just so go play defense somewhere. I, and- I, I'm glad – I'm glad Conley didn't come over here because I'm this the direction is clear. And 
I, I feel like between Ed Stefanski and Tom Goris, like they don't they don't see eye to eye, but they can at least meet in the middle to a sense where, you know, Ed Stefanski's probably like, bro, like I know you're not here ever, but we can't buy anyone right now. We we, we just can't. And Tom Goris is probably like, well, you're not trading Andre and you're not trading Blake. And I'm sure it's the fans like, fine, whatever, I'll work with it. Whatever. So yeah, so you get you get some money off the books. Thon Maker's gonna actually play some minutes here that he wasn't getting in Milwaukee, and I think he can be an impactful player. I'm not confident that the Pistons will sign him long term, but at least for now, I'm content with the trades. And I actually do think I don't know if I don't know if this if the trades make the Pistons substantially better talent wise. But it does at least shake up the the chemistry in the locker room to where now I actually believe the Pistons, yes, will make the playoffs in a seven and eight or eight seed. Pistons up fifteen, by the way. Thank you. Luke Kennard has fifteen off the bench. So that's a good sign. I like it. Um, I, when I looked at this deadline, I I actually did like the moves because I think in the direction that they're going with is that they're trying to get under the luxury tax, which they're going to with the signing of Wayne Ellington today. I think they're going to be like two hundred and fifty. 2000 under the luxury tax, which is a big deal for a team like Detroit who doesn't necessarily get the fans that a team like LA is where they can go over the luxury tax and have money. So right. I, yeah, so I, it was important that they got under the luxury tax, which those trades did help. Them. I, I was a big fan of the Svi Matailu, whatever, how you say his name. Yeah, you got yeah. It. yeah I, I think a lot of people were like, why did they get rid of Reggie? He's probably your second or third best player. But, I mean, you looked at it. They weren't going to sign him. And I think the same case is for Stanley. They weren't going to sign him. So you might as well take another swing, take another flyer on someone else and see what they shake out. Just on Maker, like, he has all the tools. Like, last year in the playoffs for the Bucks, he was a beast. I like him. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's chances and, like, like I said, you're taking a risk. Which is better than what you were doing with Stanley. I, I think what killed Stanley in Detroit was after all the momentum that he gained playing in the playoffs, all the trash he was talking to LeBron, all that confidence was completely shaken when Stanley Dunny basically sat him for about the half the year. Yeah, he played it was about ridiculous. He played ten minutes a game after I think playing I, his rookie year. He contributed yeah, a he lot. Yeah, he was. I think he and started he a, a lot of games. Yeah, and he got a lot of minutes. So I, I after that I think it was just done. I, Henry Ellenson was is probably arguably one of the worst first round picks ever by the Pistons. He he's never played meaningful minutes ever yeah, in the yeah. league ever. Like he I, that's huge crazy, miss. crazy. Yeah. I think Darko was better than not not like not in context, but like no, for the no. Pistons, Darko was better than Ellenson yeah. was. Yeah, uh, yes, but different circumstances. Of course, Darko yeah. being number two, but I, I, I it's. Not a crazy change, but I think this is setting up, like I said earlier, for a big move in the summer. I don't know who's in a move. I was, I was throwing, I'll throw this idea out to you guys. I was throwing this to my roommate that, what would you think if the Pistons were saying, you know what, let's go full rebuild. We'll trade Blake to Phoenix for their pick this year in the draft and a couple throwing players to make the money work. Would you be interested in a deal like that? <laughs> so you're in that yeah Phoenix might not have the first pick, but they could have two or three getting the Barrett Zion mix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I'd know be, it's not I'd a be, strong draft like last year. Yeah. But yeah. I'd I'd be interested. Would you go full rebuild and 
I don't know. Yeah, but the, the thing with going full rebuild is, in my eyes, like, the Pistons don't have enough. I mean, this would be the longest rebuild ever because in order to have a rebuild, you need to have, like, strong young pieces. Like, the Pistons just, they don't. They got they, they, rid- they, they got don't. rid of the rebuild when they traded for Blake Griffin. Exactly. You so, couldn't, you, you were stuck. They were stuck with middling players like Marcus Morris and Tobias Harris. They got to the point where they were never going to be above a seven seed in the East or a six seed. So they said, let's make a splashy move that basically throws every knowledge, knowledgeable thought out the window and overpay for a guy who is very good. Yeah. But with the structure of this roster, it's never going to. Yeah, make it. It's not very compatible. Yeah, yeah but so that's what we got at this point, you know. So it's like, I mean, eh, yeah, I'd be interested yeah. in that, but you got to go all in for Blake at this point, just because yeah, exactly. that's what you got. And Tom, be, like Tom Gorris isn't going to let us just do that. Yeah, I, which I'd, sucks. I'd but. be interested in that, but like I said, this what you whatever pick you're getting here, like that player you're gonna is gonna have to be your centerpiece, you know, yeah. like and, and like a guy. I look in Phoenix, like Devin Booker is that young centerpiece right. that you're now building around. The Pistons don't have that no, at don't. all, yeah. you know. So this rebuild would take. I mean, let's say let's say the Pistons make that trade, right? They bring in Zion's their pick somehow. It's Zion, and you know you have to wait until Zion turns. Twenty three, twenty four, and now no. this is your guy. He's and, gonna be good in three years. Very right, well, good. What I, okay, so uh, twenty one, twenty two, then, and that's like, <laughs> then that's your guy. Yeah, yeah. And now you're still trying to like, I don't yeah. know who you'd be able to to remove. Like, you don't have any guys to trade away to get right. picks. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. No, just, but at that point, all you have money, and people are gonna want to play with a talented guy. I'm just saying. If you're going down a direction that we're going to take flyers on young guys, get under the cap, get under the luxury tax, and take swings at guys, maybe you take a huge swing. That's just all I'm saying. I think it's an option that if yeah. they wanted to get rid of – because I think Blake is the only very valuable asset on this team. Yeah, I, like Drummond is a nice piece, but I think the most you're getting for Drummond is a mid-first-round pick and a serviceable bench player. I also don't, I also don't think – there's a I mean, there's all this talk in the NBA and just the way the landscape is of just just you need big names for your team to be good. I look at the team like the Toronto Raptors, who are in my opinion the clear best team in the East. I mean, yeah, Kawhi Leonard's a name. Like, I'm not gonna say Kyle Lowry, some unreal NBA superstar. And it, I mean, they just play great yeah, team basketball. They, they have do. they have so many pieces and and so and such great skill sets. I mean, Fred Van Vliet, like he's. I mean, Franny. He's, he's sweet, you know. Like, who the hell's that guy? So, Wichita I, legend. Yeah. So I don't, I don't need, you know. I, I'm not in the and like Detroit's not going to get a guy like LeBron James to come over here, right. obviously. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, if you if you can actually tear the whole thing down. And like you said, Collins, if you take a flyer on a young guy like Zvi and he's like somehow this guy's putting up 15 points a game and he's unreal from three, sure, why not? I don't right. care. I honestly think though, with Zvi, like. He's going to be like Reggie Bullock, maybe a little bit better in like a year and a half. Like, not as productive from the three-point line, but he brings different things. He actually, he's a pretty good defensive player. And I he I actually see a potential for him where he can kind of create off the bounce a little bit more than Reggie Bullock can. Because well, Reggie Bullock is just a like, straight-up stand-up shooter. Like, Speed can get to the rim. You're, you're exactly right. Like, here's the deal with Bullock is... 
and I, I really liked him. I really liked him. He shot 44% from the three-point line. That's super efficient. One of but the like, only good like pickups the Pistons have made off right, the, for yeah. their bench in the last couple of years. It was a great trade. But then to keep it in context, he only averaged, I mean, he averaged less than eight points a game. You know what I mean? Like I think, yep. I think Svi could contribute that. I think Luke Kennard stepping into this new role could contribute that. But so I think the Bullock deal made sense, even though like I like I said, I'm a big Reggie fan. You lose your best three point shooter, but you got a draft pick, a young shooter in return. Uh, like Svi is 21 years old. He's got a dead eye. You guys seen his form? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's I, think, I think the Pistons like actually legit won that trade. Yeah, I think so too. Just because like the they weren't going to bring Bullock back. Yeah, and so it, in the 20. 20- I'm not trying to step on you again, Trent. No, you're right. I, I got feedback from my sister. She says I step on people a lot in these podcasts, <laughs> so I've been trying to work that out. No, it's, been, so it's, I, it's, I it's conversation. You're yes, um, but <laughs> that second-round pick they got in two, uh, 2021 is like it's the year that they're basically planning to get rid of the one-and-done rule, which is Ooh. supposed to be like a double draft that a lot of NBA, NBA execs think it's going to turn out to be. I exactly don't think that is. But in the NBA world, that's like a decent chip. So yeah, that's I see, a, I see. Yeah, okay. so that's great, an al- great analysis yeah. there, Collins. But then on just a quick comments on the Stanley trade, um, Ryan, I completely agree with everything that you opened with on that. Basically, like I, I think he didn't get a fair shake in Detroit, and and it's just tough. And I know Stanley and 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 Andre were homeboys, but beyond that, I think the problem was Stanley was kind of a. I don't. I don't know how much of a team of of, of a team guy he was in the yeah, locker room. I agree. So I I don't know if you know I, I I know him and Blake didn't necessarily love each other. I know that just because you can see that on the court and everything. So I I don't know. I think that's probably why the move was made because I do think Stanley has a lot of talent. But just talking about Thon Maker, uh, he he adds the third tower. I like that. You know, Ooh, you got yeah. you got three guys. We don't have love Zaza. Actually, don't. I'm just saying that for the sake of <laughs> saying it, but. I don't want. I'd rather see Thon Maker out there than Zaza oh, at this point. So, Wizards are only down nine with three minutes left to go. Mm. So this team will get tight. Don't worry. The Pistons. Oh good. The Pistons are the same team. <laughs> same team. Okay. Well, well, we'll just keep talking here, and then hopefully the they Pistons will win. It, yeah. And we'll just, yeah, we can but announce it. Thon Maker just eats minutes. Like he can shoot. The, he can. He can shoot. He's seven foot one. He shoots yeah. like thirty six percent from the three point arc. I think that's I'll not bad. That. It's not. That. It's not awful. It's better than Andre. I don't need to see him shoot you know? the three ball. Yeah, well, but- what I'm saying is like he can at least do it. You yeah. know, like if you put him out there, you know, Andre can't do it. He can do it. He can stretch the floor a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you guys know I'm a huge Andre guy, but yeah. like if Thought- you need shooting. Put Thon at the five. Yep. And Blake at the four. I, I think what Thon does too, and you, we've already seen it tonight with that block, he brings a different dimension defensively. Like you actually have some sort of a rim yeah. defender. And you, yeah. you saw that last year in that series against Boston. Like he was a problem. Yeah. He like was an yeah. actual problem. There was just no minutes from him in Milwaukee. So I'd like to change the scenery play for him and Stanley. I think I the thing about Stanley in Detroit, I just Every time it felt like he was turning a corner, he took three or four steps back. Yeah, and it wasn't always necessarily his fault. I think fault, it was all confidence. Yeah, it, all it, confidence. It was because and he has the ability to be a, a probably the fifth man on a championship team because the way he guards, he's just a perfect like fifth guy role player because yeah. he can guard. He doesn't need the ball to produce. Yeah. So, I and I, I do think he will go somewhere and average fifteen points a game. I do. Maybe not fifteen, you know, twelve. He'll he's he'll broke. be I don't know. twice as better as he was here, in yes, my opinion. Yes. But yeah. here's one thing that I do want to just like mention because I think we all agree here: Stanley and Bullock out is at least intriguing 
even though the Pistons did sign Ellington, but you know, you now have minutes open for Bruce Brown, Luke Kennard, Kyrie Thomas, even. Uh, I almost said Kyrie Thornton. Langston <laughs> Dude, Galloway. That we're changing that name. It's Kyrie Thornton. <laughs> Kyrie Thornton. But it's just it's just interesting in that aspect, you know, because mm-hmm. now you can at least watch some of these younger guys and see what your direction is moving forward and that kind of thing. You can see what your pieces are. And then one more comment on the Thon Maker deal is just I know the roles they play are different on the team, but according just Look at Dwayne Casey's old Raptors teams. Sergi Baca, Jonas Valanciunas, Bismack Biombo. They ran a three big man rotation. They just rotate them in and out, in and out, in and out. They don't get tired. They do the thing. I'm, I'm, Blake's going to be out there the whole game, pretty much. I mean, like 35, 36 minutes a game, three quarters, whatever. Drummond and Thon will will rotate. And to me, the, and, and the thing, Drummond and Thon. I think they complement each other well because, like you said, Collins Thon's actually like an above-the-rim rim protector. Yep, Drummond yep. is a rim protector in that he – I mean, he's a paint protector, basically. He's big. You know what I mean? Like, people don't go mm-hmm. at him, mm-hmm. but he's not necessarily a great rim protector. So I think that is something that you were missing on this team, and now you have this. That's exciting. So overall, I think the Pistons made some good moves. Uh, it's just going to be int- – and they've won three in a row. Going to make it four tonight going into the All-Star break. So I feel good. Uh, this team's in eighth place now. Yep. Eighth place. I think they're only like two games back of sixth. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I like the moves. They at least shook up the roster. You got a different chemistry change in there, and I like what's happening. So I, I they have one more game. They play the Celtics after tonight before the deadline. Is it is do they play before? Uh, I think it is. They, I think they, it is. Yeah, I think they I'll, play I'll, them on Wednesday. I'll double check it. So they play the Celtics. Andre Drummond will probably get thirty and twenty because okay, every yeah. time he plays the Celtics, he like becomes like prime Shaq. Yeah, it's in Boston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it doesn't like matter what's going on. He just is a different guy. But I, I think with the moves and, like, how the East is kind of shaken out, it's basically just saying this piston seems to end up in the eighth seed. Yeah. And, honestly, I would take that rather than a lottery pick just because. Oh, definitely this you year. You know what I mean? Yeah. This year. And if the Bucks are the one seed, I would be intrigued by that. I think the nation would be, too. I think every time we've played the Bucks this year, we've lost by 15-plus points, though. Yeah. There, it's been uh, one of, one it of the games. One of the games, Blake had a shot for the win. I remember one. It, it yeah. was in Milwaukee. Blake had a three for the win. He missed it. Yeah, but it was I, I, I assume they were going to lose that. So but I feel like in a game. series, in a series with the Bucks, I think the Pistons could do some things right. Uh, Especially I, now with this new roster. I know what you're saying because the Bucks haven't really done it yet yeah. in the playoffs. Right. I, so I guess that also. Yeah. Because we. Haven't I think seen that's it a factor. You just feel like, hey, they haven't really been able to get it done. I think. I think. The dream scenario for any Pisson or an NBA fan is Dwayne Casey getting a chance to play his old team in Toronto in the first round. That'd be awesome. I think that'd be really cool. So yeah. seven seed. Yeah, it's like seven. Like I, I, I end up. I think the. I mean, the Bucks have been steady all year. I don't see them maybe giving up that one seed. I don't either. But Toronto's kind of like slapped recently, and they're still in that two seed. So well, I could see. Thing, I could see them going on a little bit of a run getting to that one seed. The other thing to watch. That's. I mean, it's a little. I mean, they can still. Pistons. Honestly, the I looked at their schedule. I think their Nets thirteen. I think there's. I think they play the Celtics. I think that's the only unwinnable. They, they game. could win eleven out of thirteen. Uh, very and, and here's Kyrie might not play on Wednesday either. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah. just something to watch. You know what I mean? They, but the Pacers are a third right now. They they lost. All the, they're playing well without them, but I don't think it's sustainable. They got like, I mean, I every team's know, got man. about like twenty five to thirty games left. I think the Pacers could slide down there, and then you know the Sixers go up to the three seed, or the Celtics go up to the three seed. Pistons get that six. You never know what the matchup could be, but. I would like to play the Bucks. That's all I'm going to say. I don't they, know why. I just have a feeling. The like we always talked about earlier in the year, 
the East is just gonna give you some wins at the like you put right, they play yeah. the Bulls two times in a row. Yeah, that's two wins. Like, they, exactly like you right. said, they could win eleven out of thirteen. They're in one of those stretches like they had in the beginning of the year where they really don't play a very superior opponent. It's really gonna challenge them, and if they do, it's at home. So they have a really good chunk of schedule where this team could probably get back over five hundred. Right. I also look at the two Knicks games, and I remember saying, I think it was the first Knicks game when they were, were talking about ga- gambling on the game, but they were like minus two and a half. And Collins yeah. and I were both like, oh, they might, they, if they win, they're winning by two points. Yeah. And they ended up like blowing them out. And so that's why I've, I feel like the thing with the Pistons that's been frustrating is during the middle of the year, beginning, more of the beginning of the year, when we see these games of like, you know, how are you not beating Charlotte? Like, how are you blowing games? You know, how are you losing games? Like, you have a twenty point lead and you lose by like ten. So if if the if the two games against the Knicks and even the Nuggets are say anything, it's, it's that, the first team in the West right now. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's like it's like wow. I mean they actually you know they can they can play and they're starting to somehow you know close games out. And I hope I don't jinx that because they're playing the Wizards right now. But uh, I I want to before we we kind of wrap it up here. We haven't talked a ton about Wayne Ellington. Oh, it's done. We're up eight with 26 seconds. Okay, that's it. Another win. Four in a row for the Pistons. You heard it here first. First to report. <laughs> uh, Wayne Ellington. Uh, I got uh, some some stats for people who don't really know who he is. He's been in the league since, I believe, 9 10-ish. Yeah. Uh, started in the Broke league with Michigan Minna- State Heart. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. Final Four MVP. They were showing it on the telecast. Today. Yeah. Uh, started his career in Minnesota. Not a not a real career starter. I mean, I, over the past couple years, I, I believe it looks like in 2015-16, he started 41 games out of 76 for Brooklyn. Um, career stats for him: he's a he's about a 41 percent shooter from the floor, about 38 percent from three. Not bad. He averages on, on his career eight points per game. Does does Wayne Ellington? I mean, does does he add anything to this team significant? Well, I mean, what it is, it's a it's a spare tire to get to the playoffs. You know, you lost Bullock, and some of these younger guards are still developing, so you hope by next year you won't need a guy like Wayne Ellington because you can throw Bruce Brown out there to start, or, Stan, or I almost just said Stanley, or Luke Kennard out there to start. But, um, I mean, I, th- I think so. I mean, he's a veteran. I think he's 31. Is that what you said, 31 years old? He, he He's basically what Bullock was. He can score in a number of ways. Um, more than anything, it's just going to be a little bit of a safety net and I mean, he can be a veteran leader for the younger guards that we've got. He'll play in the rotation. I I don't know what he's. Yeah, he's got a lot of minutes tonight. Yeah, I was gonna what say I was watching. I think I, he probably got like fifteen. Well, I, I was just gonna check what his numbers were because I want to know how many points. I think he, he had, scored but, two points tonight. Okay, he but, he was off, but but the bottom line is, I mean, it's just it's an it's a spare tire to get to the playoffs, and I think it's it's gonna work. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna help out, and you never know with this team. Maybe Stefanski says, okay, we want him back. The problem is he might want to go to a contender. You might have to overpay, which I don't want us to do by any means. But we'll see. Overall, I like the move just because it, it gives you more some some more security after you know you ship Stanley away and you ship Reggie away. So I like it. I I I think you summed that up perfectly. Great wording too. Spare tire. Are you kidding me? That wow. was unreal. On a whim. It's good to see you guys just, agree. You know, for I know, dude. This remember, has been a, this has been a good podcast. Do you remember like, the spare tires? At the Pistons teams, the fat guys that yeah. dance. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, Another they do, classic actually. dad, like, like <laughs> white dad thing. Like, yeah. That's just funny, man. That's yeah. just good American fun. But <laughs> Put people in the seats. Yeah. The last thing I want to end with here, I know we've talked a lot about you know where we where we kind of see the Pistons falling now. I think it was, it, was it Trent. I think you said earlier 
you'd rather see the Pistons take an eight seed versus a lottery pick this year. Yep. Something that I think, and Collins, you agree. So I'm interested in, I, I'd kind of like you to show your work there because for me, I'm all, and I know I think you, a lot of it's because you think we can beat the Bucks somehow. Yeah. Uh, besides from that, um, I'm just kind of in the camp with this team of like, I, if you're not going to actually truly compete, I, I, I don't mind you. And, and I don't, I, I sound like hypocritical because I always say that I don't, you know, I don't believe in tanking. But I, I mean, exp- I, explain your thought process there of not not really wanting to go for a lottery pick this year. So for me, I mean, there's like there's two parts to it. Number one is I don't think this draft is that deep. I don't see anyone like where that we because we would be picking at I don't know what like we wouldn't be top ten, thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, yeah probably so, not top ten. So I just I don't see a player they in that can't range. Possibly a top end. The way the lottery works is weird. It, it's mm-hmm. so I I don't understand it. I just always wait till it's out and then I. You know, mm-hmm. go from there. But I don't think there's, I don't see a player in this draft that like jumps off the screen outside of the top five, even. So I don't, I don't really, I don't, for me, I don't think that really helps. And then the the other side of this is yes, I think we could could beat the Bucks. I would never bet my life on it. I give it like a ten percent chance, but it's there. And then the fact that just like, I mean, it's it's how I feel with the Lions. Like when we were talking about that towards the end of the season, if you got a ch- if you got a shot, go for it. Try it, you know what I mean. And it's this this roster. The Blake Griffin Pistons haven't made the playoffs. So if they do that, you can go into next season saying, okay, similar to 2017. Remember last year we were coming off. Yeah, the, I mean we got <laughs> swept by LeBron, but it was a competitive sweep. And you looked at that team. Competitive sweep. You looked at that team and you said, all right, this team could do something this year. They could do. So I think if the Pistons, I mean the eight seed. Would I mean that'd be that'd be an achievement, I guess, seeing that they were seven games under five hundred last week. But uh, even you know a seven or a, a six seed would be, I'd be, I'd be ecstatic with this team because then you'd probably be putting yourself in a matchup with like the Pacers or or the Celtics, or you could maybe do something. So I don't know. That's just my thought process there. Overall, I'd rather have a playoff appearance than a draft pick. But it's 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 put in context specific to this season. I. Uh- like you said, you're either getting 13, 14, and you have like a 0.0.8% of getting the first pick in the draft. I like that. That's something that you would gamble on. You, I'd see you bet with those odds. Dude, yeah, the fact, like Cleveland hit it. That's how they got like uh, Wiggins, I think. Yeah, it, they, it, was, yeah. it was Wiggins. Where they, it was like, nuts. Where <laughs> like, they had the 12th or 13th worst odds, and they got like the number one pick in the draft, that which is crazy. ridiculous. That was crazy. I remember that. But. I think you look at it and you just say, at this point, you might as well. I think making a playoff team is better for the organization from a relevance point in the city of Detroit. Okay. I think you need some sort of building block to get attendance up because that's what I think. It just just helps the team, the psyche. It it helps the organization. If you get at least two playoff teams, you're bringing in a substantial amount of money that helps to move things down the road. Right. So I think making a playoff is more valuable. But I personally the guy I wanted to draft for the Pistons, Kobe White, is supposed to be slotted in that fourteen to fifteen range. That's why I'm not necessarily and like Trent said, it's not really that great of a draft. It's not last year's draft. Right. So I I, I think making a playoff is more important for this Detroit roster. It would be, the interesting thing to me would be how seeing the Pistons could go from a team who are, are pretty close there, if not dead last in attendance, to oh wow the Pistons are in the playoffs and like, right. they start selling yeah. out games. And it would just be fun. Like come on, <laughs> yeah, it'd be sure. fun it, to it, watch it, our team in at least four games. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. it'd be fun. It, it, I mean, like Trent said, a Blake Griffin in the playoff is interesting. It like is. it's interesting. Like 
You're there's gonna be a series where he drops forty five. I mean a game where he drops forty five in a series. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, that, so I think that's more interesting for this team, and I think it's better in the long run if they're able to make the playoffs. Well, it will certainly be an interesting couple of months to follow, and we'll have everything you need right here on the Motown Rundown. But that's it for today's episode. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Hey, join us on Twitter, will you? Hashtag Motown Rundown, comments, suggestions, whatever you got. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Impact WDBM. There are new episodes every week. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.